Welcome back to the Podcast Chronicles. I am one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I'm Chaz. And we're doing something a little bit different this evening. Yep. This is the Made in Abyss Chronicles. Yeah, but it's not a very long... I wouldn't even call it the Chronicles. I would call it an... Uh, we are the Podcast Monocles. Chronicles. Ooh. Yes. But kind of Donicles, because there's going to be two of them. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're and right. Dos, Duo. I don't think that checks out, but... Anyway, yeah, this is kind of, we'll call it a uh, Podcast Chronicles Extra. What do you think about that? Ooh. You like that name? Yeah, I like that a lot. So yeah, it's just something we're trying out, uh, where we watch shows, older shows, and instead of doing episode-by-episode coverage like we've done before, it's more of a uh, grand scale thing. And (laughs) perfect time for a drink there, Chadley. Good work by you. Uh, I've got a... uh Jack and Coke today, guys. I'm switching but it up. But you're lying. Uh, Jack and Pib Extra, sorry. Yeah, because I saw, you told, yeah. me, you told me that you were going to drink that, and then I saw the drinks that were going in there, and I said, okay, this guy's a liar. Well, we didn't have Coke. All we had was Pib. And when my mom, my whore of a mother, doesn't buy well, the don't, cola. Don't call her that. When she doesn't buy the cola, I go with the extra. I feel like, uh, this is just how I feel. You know, as a person who drinks water, milk, occasionally hot chocolate... I feel like Pib is a dirty drink. It is not. It is a great uh, I think it's beverage. For, I feel like it's for filth. No, what's for filth is literally Pepsi. I feel like it's Mountain Dew's dirty cousin. Mm-mm. That's how I no. feel. Yeah, that's how I feel, though. And there's nothing wrong with Mountain Dew. Come on, though. Yeah, but Mountain Dew has a stigma around it. No, Well, no, you're right about Mountain Dew. There's nothing, nothing mm-hmm. about Pib Extra that has that stigma. I don't like, can I tell you this? I don't like the can. Why not? I just don't like the, the look of it. I that's, feel like I feel like it's been like that for a long time. And you can almost say that it's Dr. Pepper's yeah. uh, ripoff. And once again, I'm very, I don't, yeah, because you're calling it, is it still Mr. Pib or did they ditch the Mr.? It's Pib Extra. And what, what made it extra? The fact that they got Mr. out of there? Uh, yeah. It I mean, was at one point Mr., right? Yeah, they put a little extra Pib in it, I think. But I'm being serious. Uh, yeah, so am I. It was Mr.? It was Mr. Pib. And now it's Pib Extra. Yes. I hate that. And what the reason also I also hate that. that. The reason I think that is because they thought they were ripping off Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. And they did the Mr. Pibs. Yeah. There was never an S, but yeah. Well, what I don't like, what I don't like about your S, you, you always talk, comment on my S's, right? Mister Pibbs, the guy. Sometimes that, I think it's funny, and then other times when you do it, it makes me mad. Well, there's a, the guy that invented Pib, Mister Pibbs. You're not <laughs> the no, you're not chess charts. But if you're you were, between, you were getting ready to do some were, sort of logic. It didn't work. If you're talking about the plural form of me, yes, I'm chess charts. The Chess Charts household? Yes. That's what I was. That, that's where I was going with this. Anyways, let's just skip the Yeah, yeah. Talk. So what we're doing is, uh, first show we're ever doing this on is Made in Abyss. I had never heard of it before. This, is, of course, is a Chess special. Chess, why are we doing this show? Well, we had somebody um, mention it to us a, a while back, and it was actually Catherine who did. And I believe there was another gentleman, I don't remember his name, that, that also mentioned it as well. And this is, you know, this is one of the first mentions we had a while ago. So, I decided to watch it with my dumbass roommate Kyle. Cause he dumbass roommate Kyle watched it first. He watched I? it first, and because I had told him about it, I was like, 
hey, we got mentioned this. And he's like, oh, I'll try it out. And he watched it while he was uh, at home, working from home, obviously not doing any work, watching the show. And then he said, dude, it's great. You should watch it. He's yeah. like, I'll watch it with you. So he rewatched it, most of it with me. Because here's the reality of the situation. First, I think we owe people an apology. Because we've asked for people to give their, um, you know, their thoughts on what shows we should cover, and I think this is kind of just the the anime of it all. There's a lot of animes. People have a bunch of different ta- uh, taste. We've been uh, mentioned. Okay, we calm down. What's going on? I don't like that remote over there. You spent five minutes knocking it over, and I just didn't. It's going to be one of those podcasts. We need to do Squid Games next. But do, do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel bad because we are told uh, bunches and bunches of animes, and we can't get, and I feel like people think we're ignoring them. That's not the case. I see all of them. I look up all of them, and maybe one day we'll get to them. Yeah, like ones like Death Note that we've already seen, and they're older ones. We're, we probably won't, to be honest, we probably won't ever cover those. Let's be honest. I know people have mentioned that one a few times. That's one of those that we've watched. They're like, it's like a 2009 program. We probably won't cover those. Okay. Um, this one's an older one too, but it's not nearly that old and it's something we hadn't even seen yet. Well, this was just, we took our month off. I was training for the uh, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. At Nathaniel's. F- yeah. Well, it's not Nathaniel's, it's Nathan. That dirty, dirty dog Nathan is what I like to call him. And uh, it's actually Nathan. It, and that, yes. And I'm coming for that dick. Uh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, dude! Whoa. Chill out, buddy. I'm sorry. I just get a little heated when I talk about world reigning hot dog eating champ Joey Chestnut because that guy is he's the goat. All right. And have I made my sick multiple times trying to catch up to him? He's all constantly outdoing himself. And one day I'd like to think I catch up, but I don't know. He's gonna have to overeat and die because he's well he's getting older he's a machine Fa- hey father time's undefeated it is but he's kind of the tom brady of hot dog eating so but thank you everyone for sending me support i've been hitting the the dinner table hard and i'm like i'm liking where i'm at right now and also we want keep sending us suggestions we want to get to the point where we can eventually set up like a poll when we have like the top Polls four would be fantastic. Top four most recommended, mm-hmm. and then that way we can have them vote on it. Exactly. And then if it's something we don't like, we just say fuck you, and we go with like the second right. choice. Or something. I got a little heated about Joey Chestnut. What I was trying to say was, we had a month off. It was a great time off. You know, we reset. We're ready to tackle the podcast game once again. This was a 13 episode. We powered through it. Knew we could come back and talk about it. So let's do that now. We might do Squid Games next. Because it's well, taken, taken over the world. It's taken over the world. I would love to do it. And by that, just summarize each episode, not even go line by line because they're hour long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great program. Yeah. And in this case, Made in Abyss, today's episode will be episodes one through seven. We'll come back for episodes eight through 13 at another time. Uh, you ready to get into this? Yes, sir. Let me pull up my notes. Got them on the phone. Fantastic. He took notes. What do you know about that? Yep. So what did you think early on in this show, broadly? Broadly, I and was... why in- do you think you were like, we should cover this? Okay, the first episode, I was kind of... I was intrigued. There wasn't really too much in the first episode, I feel like, right? You didn't really... So I'll go ahead and say this. I 
from the world building, the initial world building, the premise of the show, I like it even more than I like Attack on Titan. I like that. Just the whole idea of the creation of the world. There's this abyss, this giant hole in the middle of the earth, in the middle of the ocean. And they built this village around well, it's it. It's not an ocean. Well, it is an ocean. Oh, you're right. It is. It's there. Uh, in I the see what you're middle saying. of like in a the giant... middle of the ocean and then there's the hole in the middle of the... okay right. yeah, I see yeah. there's like a little villa yeah. like a I guess it was like an island and then they just built up a I don't know I don't know if they'll ever explain that you know when I was sold on this show is I think at the I think it's at the end of episode one when they show the whole entire exactly. outskirts of the hole right that, that's that's where I was sold that was one of my favorite moments of the whole show because you go through the entire first episode and to me, like, just from a visual standpoint, because um, here I've got even, like, the summaries. I'll go ahead and say, like, the, my little summary for episode one. Uh, Rico and Nate are about 100 meters down excavating. I like to call it a giant angry sperm monster attack. Is it Nate or Nat? I think it's, I think it's Nat. Um, I, I really do think it's Nat. I'm... Um, not I've got be, yeah yeah I've got I must have been an autocorrect because okay. I I wrote down all the characters it did say Nat okay Nat good catch fantastic work by you um and what I was saying was there are giant angry sperm monsters <laughs> they I mean they are the, are you talking about the crimson I mean you're burping split jaws? you're burping for the ninth time this episode but they are the crimson split jaws <laughs> they are my favorite monster of any show I've ever seen because they. Precisely because they look like giant sperm monsters. Okay, all right. <laughs> Just so we can all agree on that, all right? Yeah, they do. You're right on that. Uh, How do they fly? Like, they, it looks like they shouldn't be able to fly. I, I don't know. And so then, little Iron Man boy saves the day. We see a little bit about this orphanage. There's just a lot of setup. Um, and like I said, my main takeaway was just how cool the setting is. Very good animation. Yeah, that is one take I have about this. Is that it being an Amazon original, I was mm-hmm. surprised at how well. Yeah. Which I don't know if that really. I I don't know if it being an Amazon original has anything to do with that, but I would think that it does, right? I don't know how that works out. To be I honest, I knew it was on Amazon. I didn't realize that it was straight up an Amazon original. Yeah, I know it's not on anything else besides Amazon. Is it straight up just a show? Is there a manga that goes along with it? Do you know that? I do know there's a manga. Okay. But I, that's all I know is that there's a manga. Yeah. Nothing else. Um, the village is called Orth. And so, yeah, I thought during the first part of the episode, I was like, okay, they're in like these canyons, sort of like it, like luscious canyons. And then you get to the very end of the episode where it backs off. And that's the first time you see that it's just this yes. nice, it's like a little mining town or something. It's beautiful. Just right in the middle of the ocean, like built up on these hills. It's awesome. That that was when I was officially drawn in. As soon as they they drew out and sh- showed the entire like, uh, what do you call it? What is the the side of view? What do you call that? Bird's eye, bird's eye view. Yeah, bird's eye view. Yeah, I took a um, I took a f- photography class in high school, so I, nice. I know all the angles. You know, you have any questions, just let me know. It would be it would be beautiful to be a bird one day, be able to see things. It would, wouldn't it? What kind of bird would you be? Probably a hawk. I, I was going to say hawk. Mm-hmm. Or, mm, 
Well, no, Hawk. Definitely Hawk. And then the other thing, I just liked all the world building. So they have this little orphanage that's also like a school thing. I guess all these kids don't have parents. Yeah, that's one thing. It's like, they never really say why they don't have parents. Yeah. I mean, we obviously we come to know a lot about Rico, about her mom being down there. But no one else is really explained. Yeah, it's... It's um, almost like they... Uh, the parents brought them from far away and then just left them. It's kind of okay. the vibe I got. I like that. I like that. Because that's the other thing. We've heard nothing about other countries, other worlds, mm-hmm. or I don't know what you want to call them. But outside of this little island, I haven't heard of anything um, on the outside. How cool are the desk setups in the classrooms? Dude, I was thinking about that. That's one of the most things that I've thought of in any show ever. Yeah. Is like, why was that not how we had our setups in school? Now, I did think about it for, you know, it only took four seconds and I realized. No, I didn't think. I thought about it for at least well, four hours. I thought how cool it was and then about four seconds in, I was like, oh, this would cause a ton of problems. Well, not if you're like me and you, you were like super athletic and you could just like jump up. That's and... not the problem I'm talking about. Oh. Because, the, you know, it takes bunk beds to the whole next level. You know how, hey, teachers, you got a problem with getting your kids to class on time? Bring up desk. People are going to be racing to class to get the fifth row of desk where you get to climb all the way up there. Are you kidding me? I would be leaving my other class five minutes early to get to my next class. Now, do you remember... I hope you took notes on this because I do not remember this. Where was Rico in this setting? Like, where was she in the desk? Yeah, the desk um, dilemma. I couldn't tell you because you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about how many shenanigans were taking place of, you know, um, someone wearing flip-flops, swinging their legs, flip-flops, slides off, hits the person or below just have them. a water bottle, just put a little... A little, little water. Yeah. I mean, I would do that. so many... You could be in that fifth row up top throwing things down low. Oh, yeah. I mean, when it's on a ver- like a vertical plane like that, you can't tell me who's throwing what. There's no way. Mm-mm. Imagine all the messed up notes you used to take of like little oh, yeah. dark people could bird's eye view it once again, write on down, see what you're writing. Yep. See me fondling. Oh my god, yeah. Speaking of things falling on you. How old are these kids? I'm saying young. I want to say like 12, right? 12? Really? You think... Mm, I don't even think 12 because to me, they're still not even... I still think they got a couple years before they're hitting like puberty. So Rico... You think Rico is like what? 10 or 11? 10. 10? 10, 10, 10 seems about right to me. Um, Because remember, they got the... They never give him a name. And I wanted to have his name because he's a little cutie pie. The little bitty brother, you know mm-hmm. who I'm talking about? Yes. You know that guy's little brother, and so that makes me, you know, three to five years, and he looks he looks really young, so. I wonder what happens to them when they grow up. What do you mean? Where do they go? Like what? They're in the orphanage, but obviously when they get to the age of like 18 to 20, where, where do they go? I, th- I mean, I think that, I mean, this is a whole working village, you know, we see... These so they people do, are they teachers just go working off to at an village. orphanage. We've seen people selling food. Um, obviously, there's a whole group. I mean, the goal, it appears to be a, I don't even know what they... A whistle? 
what do they call them? Like a white whistling going down mm-hmm. and trying to figure out more about the abyss. Do you think most of them end up just getting caught in the, the abyss? That's why like you don't really see a lot of them? I mean, that certainly could be what they're trying to portray. It's just weird because the whole story is based off Rico's mom and her trying to get to Liza. her. And no one else talks about their parents. Mm-hmm. It's like she's special for some reason. And maybe that's because her mom was a white whistle and most people don't get to that point. Yeah. Um, I can see that kind of being the reason. But So we go on to episode two. It's the Resurrection Festival. Rico talks about all the differences between um, Reg. It's Reg, right? It's Reg. That was her dog's name. Oh, right. She yeah. named him Reg after a dog, which is just hilarious. Because he even, when she says that, he's like, what? Like, he's kind of pissed off that she calls him what used to be her dog's name. And at first I was like, okay, I saw Reg in his little sh- showing in episode one. And I was like, oh, wow. So this is just a kid Iron Man. He's got a little more nuances to that. But that's, you know. Yeah. I like the way he shoots his arms. I think what as soon as I saw him and she basically assumed that he was from down low in the abyss, mm-hmm. the first thing I thought of was this was a kid that somehow did make it down there and they just experimented on him Ooh. at the bottom. That was the first thing I thought and somehow he like has this robot thing and now he can just do all this cool stuff. And he, But he can't remember. That's the only issue. To be honest, what I know, because here we should also say this. I've only seen up to episode seven. You've seen the whole first season. Um, and anytime I say something like that, you're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not using, I'm, it's not nothing in the future. If there's one thing Chaz chart is, it's very intelligent. He's, you yeah. know, not loose with his tongue at all. He knows exactly what he's going to say before he says it. It's going to be hilarious. If, like episode 10, they reveal that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, it's just what I thought, man. It's just, it's my own theory that I crafted. <laughs> it's exactly what happened. Um, I honestly like. I don't know what they're gonna. They're setting up with this whole species that he is, but I like. What you're thinking is more. So you okay? So you. You thought? Did you think he was an entire different species, or did you think he was a human that got experimented on? I the way they talked about it, I've. Have pretty much the whole time thought that it was an entire other species, but what I'm saying is. Until I see what they do with that whole thing, I like what you're saying more. And I might be jumping ahead. I don't know where we're at right now. I might be jumping ahead, but when she examines him and he's like all passed out up top and she mm-hmm. says, you have like a real human penis. That okay, was kinda... and I, we were going to wait for a while to say it. There's some straight up pedophiles that have created this work of art. Oh, dude. I don't think so. Dude. I don't think so. It is, it is weird. See, okay. I the reason I don't think so is what what I like about this show is the way they they somehow keep their innocence when going into some dark shit if that makes sense. Like if you look at like Attack on Titan Gabby is obviously her innocence is pretty far gone because she's murdering humans, but like Rico there's some dark shit that happens down low. And she's kind of keeps that innocence and her and Reg. And she says, oh, it's like she's just treating it like it's another thing. Like, oh, you've got a penis, too. I looked at that like it's nothing to her. In the first time, I was like, yes, totally. There is some sort of naked kid or penis talk 
in every single episode thus far. Every Give me one. some more examples. That's the only one I remember. Um, well, one time she um, gets like knocked out, goes and takes a shower, and then just walks in naked. It's uh, Reg and uh, okay. Miyuka are talking or whatever. She just comes strolling out, just nothing on. Um, Hob, is it Habo? I, I big, guess that's I've how got, you pronounce it. Let me it. see his name. I wrote it down. I think it's Habo. He's like the, uh, I guess he's a white whistle too. Came from the bottom, mm-hmm. gave Rico the, um, gave her the whistle, right? Or was it something else? That, the whistle, yeah. You're right. Um, he, later on, and <laughs> when he goes down and sees them in the abyss, he just straight up picks up Reg you know, takes a peek down his pants. He's like, oh, what do you know? You do got a little pee-pee there. Good for you, buddy. Well, if you think about it, though, I, I do see what you're saying. That is kind of weird. But at the same time, he's like a robot. You would think, if you saw a guy that could shoot robot arms from his arms, you would you would be like, are you a human? <laughs> I'd be like, not? I got to check this guy's private yeah. parts. Does this guy have a small wanker or not? All I'm saying is I'm on the lookout for... <sighs> I don't... Okay. They're playing in a they're playing in a dangerous area with me. I've seen the rest of the episodes. You might be right, <laughs> but but for some reason I feel like it's not to me. It's not bad enough for me to say it's pedophilish. I there is some bit the ho, the hobo guy. He does look like the pedophile from Attack on Titan. Well, you really think about it. Yeah. So you might be right. Um, episode two, Resurrection Festival. Rico talks about all the differences between Reg and humans. Um, Reg gets enrolled into the orphanage. They go to the festival where, where people were who were down in the abyss return. One man gives Liza's white whistle to Rico. That was Habo. And then Leader informs Rico a lot about her mother, including that Rico was born on the fourth layer. Um, and Rico and Reg read unsealed documents from Liza saying that she will be waiting at the bottom of the netherworld. So this was, I'll say, probably maybe um, the most enjoyment I got out of an episode until episode seven. Because in my opinion, as much as I loved the world they made and everything... They're kind of the middle episodes for me were kind of rough to get through. It felt very kiddish in a way. Like I was like, um, was like maybe, how maybe, high was Chad watching this? I was like, this might not be for. And maybe that's what I was talking about. The, the innocence part and the middle part they do. And it's a tough situation. Maybe that's why I like it is because they are just kids and it's not like they, they go down there and they instantly, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. They still have their in it. Maybe that's why I liked it is they kind of keep that with them for a while. Yeah. You know, and you would assume that the further they go down, the more experiences they have, that would kind of go away. Yeah. So maybe second season, third season, they're not, you know, a year or two's past. It gets a lot more worse, they, right. uh, and that kind of that childish stuff definitely goes away. I kind of, I guess, I got, I liked how it like kind of held on to it for a little bit. Yeah, and I can see that. I guess to me, from at this point, I would say that I feel like they are too young. Yeah, 
just for the show because I don't see right now. You're right. I mean, Rico is whole. All she is is just one big bomb of innocence. Like she mm-hmm. doesn't, she doesn't have a realistic view. And even when she kind of does say like she's got a realistic view, like she makes comments about how you know she doesn't know if she's gonna live for a long time. This is she wants to do. That kind of makes it seem like she knows what she's doing. But just everything else, it's the kind of uh, innocence that few episodes in it was getting on my nerves because i was like this is too and then episode sunshine and rainbows episode seven is that reality check right and that's when they start bringing in some characters um that i was like okay now this is getting to a little more meat on the bones um so let's talk about the abyss a little bit because they talk about basically the abyss's curse um so if you come back from the first layer, you'll just get dizziness. Second, headaches, nauseousness, numbness in the extremities. You mm-hmm. know all about that. Um, they don't talk about the third, and then, or at this point at least, this was all in the episode two. Fourth, you get internal bleeding, not the best. And yep. then uh, don't talk about fifth, six, loss of your humanity or even death. So yeah, it's not a very good thing to go that far down and then try to coming back up. So this is also the other part where I'm interested in seeing things because to me, that's I'm looking at two kids. Reg, he's a wild card, right? Because he might be coming straight from this place. So he, for all I know, can handle this sort of thing. But I look at Rico. I'm like, how how are they going to tell me and make me believe that this is all chill, mm-hmm. all cool? Yeah, that's... It it's seems cra- too powerful. It's OP. Know, the Abyss is OP. The Abyss is OP. You know what's crazy? Imagine you being her age, knowing all of this, and being like, oh yeah, I'm going down there. Like, right. that is so... You have to be, like, so innocent and just so stupid to be able to do that, you know? She's just so blindly, like, just wants to go see her mom, blah, blah. She's not thinking at all about that. Right, which makes me wonder about all the other kids' parents if they're just dead and they know they're dead, they had funerals or mm-hmm. whatever, like... Because no one else is even talking about it. Like, or if they if they even knew their parents, we don't even know if they knew their parents. I mean, that's true. They might have just been dropped off on the doorstep. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how skill is split up by the whistles. Something of yeah. you know, it's just cooler than a than a you know karate belt. Yeah, karate belt. I had a white belt when I was younger. Had like two stickers on it, mm-hmm. and I can tell you're a little bit salty because you never did uh, accomplish the black belt. And um, well, that's way. Here's the thing: I quit when I was seven, so I told him I was too good for it, pretty much. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's just you never reach the mountaintop of. How does that work? Okay, so your white belt. White belt is next step is black belt, right? No. How does it go? I don't know. I have zero idea. I just know it was like something belt, then white belt. I was the second level. You only got to the second level? Yeah, and I was like, I'm too good for this, and that's why I quit. We used to throw medicine. Do you, do you remember those exercise balls? Oh, dude, this could be... Oh, no. I got okay. bad news. What? I've got real bad news. Oh, shit. What happened? You're not going to like hearing this. What? A white belt? It's the first belt. No way. What's the second? <laughs> yes. Orange. Don't tell me you got orange now. 
No, let me think about it. Don't tell me that you got okay, orange. Let now. me think about it. Because you got the white belt. I was orange. No, don't tell me that now. I was. I thought orange was first and then white. And I'm totally not making that up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Maybe I was just white. I don't know. I'll have to look. I was a very young child, a young lad. I never did karate. Dude, I'm not even kidding. This is how young I was. This is one of our training exercises. You remember the exercise balls, the big giant exercise mm-hmm. balls that like fat women, middle-aged women sit on? I why what is that? Huh? I just I guess I don't um associate those uh balls with um fat middle-aged women sitting on them. Well, that's what I associate them with cuz okay. that's like pretty much all they're using. And that's with. fine that that's what you associate with. I just wanted to tell you that yeah. I didn't associate it with that. Well, can I tell you what? I associated it with like body surfing on them. Like starting one and then diving on them and Do you want to hear something cool with I do. Our karate instructor, our taekwondo instructee would throw those at us and we had to dodge them. That's cool. Yep. If we could dodge them, if we could do this, do that, Mm -hmm. we would get... And you loved the idea of it, but you never could quite accomplish it, hence why you never got past white belt. And, well, I was decent at dodging. And then he would bully me. He he made me... Dude, this was... Mm -hmm. God, I I hate talking about this. This really brings back memories. One time... I'm not even kidding. I might have been like three or four. That's how young I was. He told me to tell my parents' birthdays in years... In front of the whole class. They said, he said what? Imagine you being a young child. Right. Like Chaz Chart. And being like, you being the age, okay, say even the age of five, mm-hmm. which would be the maximum age I was. Okay. Yeah, you co- said you quit it when you were seven, which makes the fact that you never surpassed <laughs> white belt pretty rough. I actually don't know how old I was. Two years and you couldn't get to well, the orange belt. We will ask my father. I believe I was five well, or six. Well, he's, he's gone, so. Can't do it. Well, and then imagine him leaving and then remembering this. Imagine being the age of five and you're... I think it's why he left. And Sung, Sung Woo, your karate instructor, mm-hmm. he says, he literally tells you, hey, tell the whole entire class and the parents around here your parents' birthday and date. Like, like the, the year, year and year? He wanted the year and date. Imagine being five years old and being like, oh, my... My mother and father's, but and having to say the exact he year pranked and date. you is what he did. He pranked, he pranked me and made me cry. And my mom, you did cried not like it. Yeah, my mom did not like it. And then that's when she turned to the alcohol and everything went bad from there. But she was mad at this instructor. I think that's why I left. Honestly, it wasn't because you were. And a, then he goes, "Oh, you don't remember? How about you go ask them?" And I had to go ask, whisper in their ears, "What do you, what is it?" And they had to tell me, and then I would say it out loud. It's like, how would I? I'm five. Why would I know my parents' birthdays? That, I, mean, I will admit that's a weird thing. Isn't that weird? It's pretty weird. Um, now here I got to take it from you because I'm sure that you're gonna make fun of me here. And I made fun of you for the karate thing, but I will say I was at the top of my class at my uh, particular event. My mother, for some reason, uh, she um, enrolled me into a uh, great lady a but... gymnastics class. <laughs> And so it was me and one other guy. We were the only, probably the same age, you know, five to six um, sure. year range. And I was not good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have home videos. 
I uh, could never really master the somersault. I didn't have enough leg power back in the day. It's why I have monstrous calves now. Yeah, it's, you saw I, the videos. And, you and I just yeah, and I was yeah. horrified. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I just started doing calf raises for three hours a day. Uh, hence, you know, my and drinking milk. That was dude, great combo. Yeah. That's why I do it. Um, didn't have the caboose power to get to the second half of that somersault. Um, the only good thing I was at, uh, looking back on the videos, I had the perfect, uh, landing. I was very good at landing, putting my feet together and doing a little pose to show that I nailed the move, even though I had not nailed the move. I've always said you've been good at poses. And the, uh, our version of the guy throwing the balls at you was we got to do this thing called pancakes, where essentially it's, um, imagine like a inflatable beach ball. Okay. Make it a huge cylinder instead. Like huge cylinder. Okay. That if you laid down, the cylinder could lay from your toes all the way to the top of your head. Okay? And they would push it on top of across us and to make that's us pancakes. Pretty, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's why you go to gymnastics class for pancakes at the end. Wow. Dude, we had some sick childhoods. We did. So back to Maiden Abyss. Going back to that though, imagine that, that karate instructor, Taekwondo instructee, Sung Woo. He was most likely, think about this, think about the ages we are now. That guy, I think, was a single dude. He probably went home and like ate pizza and jerked off. And I used to think he was such a high class. I love that you said that. Because you know what? I, this is so, this says something about Ronnie. I remember exactly where your karate class was. It was above a Domino's. It was above a Domino's. (laughs) Yes. You remember. So there's no way that guy was not accepting money from uh, parents that he then knew the birthdays of because he made every kid tell him and then going downstairs, picking up two large pizzas, going home, downing them, and then whacking off. Oh, I know. And that's crazy that you realize that when you're older that life is just about pizza and jerking. Yep. And you don't realize that until you're older. Yep. I remember back when I was on the tennis courts and I was seven years old and a guy made me cry because he told me I didn't have three second pockets, which was basically the, (laughs) (laughs) which is, he was forcing me. He said, if you can't get the ball out of your pocket and ready to play in three seconds, you don't have good enough pockets. And I have, I had what you called five second pockets. And I used to be so scared of him to grow up and him still do the same thing 15 years later. And me then realized that he had had like five wives and his life was in complete disarray and he was trying to hit on yep. tennis moms. And really his shit was falling apart because he was driving, you know, a beat up car that he just had a basket of tennis balls in and <laughs> was yelling you re- at kids You realize that when you're older. Stuff you realize when you're older. Yeah. So for all the seven and eight year olds listening, hang in there. So it sounds like we both agree we love the whistles. Uh, yeah, I love the whistles. I think we just Big love fan of them. We love having something to blow. So episode three was a departure, and Rico and Reg prepared to depart with emotional goodbyes and looking at the map of the abyss and its different layers. And this is where I had the note, dude. How kawaii is Reg's um, metal hairband? You like his metal hair? It's so cute. Isn't it cute? I think everything about Reg is just awesome. You're right. He's very cute. Yeah, he's, he's a, a cute kid. He's a cute little kid. What can I say? Um, this was also one of my favorite parts of the first few episodes. I like them breaking down the map layer by layer. I'm, I'm a big map guy. Oh, I've always said that about you, yeah. 
You love maps. Another cool world building thing that I love. This episode to me was great with the world building. They have male balloons. Yep. How great is that? But and the thing is, you can't, you don't trust the male unless it's from like a white whistle. Isn't that what they said? Something Perhaps along those lines. It was like we don't, we know that because it can cause uh, confusion down low. Mm. Um, they're like. We only trust them if they're the white whistles because if it's from someone else, they could be confused and they dazed. could be losing their mind. Yes, down, there. down low. I do seem to recall that. So that's pretty cool too. Is like you have to be basically an established person, or what you say is not taken with any grain of salt. Yeah, and then this is also where we see the wharf, and this is where, to me, there's got there's like could be four more shows surrounded by this place. Mm-hmm. Because the wharf, the animation of all of it, it's like houses that are literally like built falling out into the middle of the abyss almost, and yeah. they're all attached together. They did that whole thing for a 45-second scene for them to be like, oh, we can get to the abyss this way, and then I feel like, are we just never going to see that place again? We probably won't. Um. And so then that was that Ed, episode four, the edge of the abyss. The two spend their first day down on uh, in the first layer when Reg shows Rico the note leaders sent with them. Um, they hurry to get to the second level before the search party finds them. They run into Habo, who was going uh, doing this as a favor for Nate and Sugar. Uh, he sends them on their way, and they get to the second level where they find creatures that will hunt them. Yeah, and. The whole leader thing, I could tell something was up when leader did that. I guess it was episode two or three when leader caught, basically caught him, but let him go. It was a fun scene where yeah. he, bad kid lying. He was like, oh, I was, looking, mm-hmm. I was going to the bathroom at 4 a.m. And how did they just accept a robot arms kid, you know? It's true. <laughs> you know, they're like... They kind of just blew past They're like, it. oh, you just came back with something in the first layer of the abyss. Yeah, he can stay. Yeah, it's like they they knew because they did know he had it. They definitely saw it. Yeah, I don't know. It's almost as if they know something's up, and they just don't care. I like that too. Um, this was the episode, episode four was where I first felt disappointment because I could not wait to get to the abyss, and the first layer essentially was a field on a sunny day and they mm-hmm. didn't do anything except like wake up and they they literally did nothing except for run into Habo and then yeah. they went to the second layer. Um, if I remember correctly, yeah, you're kind of right on that. Which was kind of because we saw, I mean, first layer, first episode, we saw the giant angry sperm monsters. Which were awesome. I, I love those things. I was hoping we were going to come across a couple more sperm monsters, but we didn't. We just woke up and uh, we're taking our sweet little time until we realized leader was coming after us. Why did you have any thought on in these, especially in these early episodes, of why there is monsters in this so called abyss and why they have to like get past these things to go even lower? Did you, did you think anything of that or you just think that's just there? You think it's, do you think it's any sort of like intellectual type? You've got to pass this to get to this. And when you get to the bottom, you know the answers of the world. Like, do you think it's that deep, or do you think it's just there? I love your high thoughts when you were watching the show. I do love how high you were and watching the show and thinking stuff like this. Um, I guess the way that they had described it, I was just thinking of it in a way that 
oh, each layer is different, you know, ecosystems. You know, like this one could be a swamp, and so you get this creature. This one could be a forest, so you get these creatures. I was thinking of it that way, but I also like the idea of like each layer, there's these creatures that are protecting what's further down, and maybe it is some journey. And then when you get, dude, how you just said journey, this made me think you get to the bottom and it was never about getting to the bottom. It was just about the journey. I love that. And when you get to the bottom, it's like, there's no answer. I love that. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay. And then this is where I got to be a little critical here. What is, how the hell, as far as the light down here, down here, there's some serious hand wavy yada yada. Just go with it. Vibes going on. What you, what you mean? Explain it. I mean, okay. Explain to me how light gets down where they're at. It's the abyss, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there lies my point. I don't know. They're like, I, oh, it's uh, it's like a, the force field. It catches the force field. The sunlight reflects off the force field down into the abyss, but. It dims out as you get lower into the edge. Yeah, that's what, I literally took it as magic. That's what I took it as in magic. And I love the world so much that I don't listen. I don't. That's not a gripe of the show. But I did have to laugh when they were explaining it. I was like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I'll I'll ride. Because, but like you said, the world build the world building is awesome. It makes you just want to see what's what's lower. Yeah, like even if the show like is kind of stagnant. And you don't really, an episode is like, oh, there wasn't really much in it. You're like, but I really want to see what's lower. It makes me want to see what's lower, but it also makes me want to see the rest of the town. Yeah. I mean, mail balloons, vertical desk. I love all of it. The whole place. I would want to just live there. Except for, you know, the giant sperm monster. It's just a few meters down. Yeah. Um, And this, once again, it was where they really went out of their way to make sure the audience is aware that this 10-year-old boy is packing a legit penis. Episode 5, Incinerator. The duo comes across Corpse Weepers, who, uh, who, which, funny enough, is what we call your sperm. Is Corpse Weepers. <laughs> and they yeah, end we up... We do call them that. <laughs> they, end, they end up grabbing Rico. And when things look bad, bad, Reg manages to do the energy blast he did in the first episode and save her. And which he, we didn't see. Him actually do We it. didn't see him do We just saw the light yeah. shine. Now we're seeing that, you know, what's going on here. He feels worried about this because he almost hit Rico, but she is ecstatic. She's loving this. And they manage to get to the inverted forest and arrive at the Seekers camp. And once again, the inverted forest. Awesome. Oh, dude. it So trippy. It, dude. Yes. That's, that's the one so word I have for this show is trippy. And it, especially, you haven't seen the rest of the episodes. It gets it gets even more. Really, and it's just like if you smoke the weeds <laughs> to this show, you're in for a ride because it's almost like I would love to see the. I know there is a manga. I haven't seen anything on it. I would love to see it to see if like the person drawing this is that. That's exactly what they're drawing. Because whatever this person was taking, <laughs> I want what they're having. You you see um. This is what I imagine. You take a picture of the person like making this. They're in a darkened room. The only lights in the room are ever-changing colors of LED lights. 
and they uh, they're cross-eyed. They don't really know where they're looking, and they're just they've got crayons, and they're <laughs> that's how they're drawing things out. Yeah, exactly how your hand was. It's like full fist. Yeah. They're not using their fingers. There's no fingers. It's just fist, and they're just scribbling, and somehow they're nailing it every time. Dude, did you ever have those kids that it was way too late in life to be holding a crayon with your entire hand? If that makes sense. Um. I, I there was definitely kids in my school, eighth grade that had that used their entire hand. You're gonna love to this. Them. Not crayons, but people do this with forks as well, and spoons. No, you don't know this. They use not their quite enti- like that, but oh, okay. like this. You ever see someone eat like this? That's how I eat. <laughs> okay, but wait, you ready for Am this? I close to it. <laughs> when okay. Growing up, for as long as I can remember, every time I ever, you know, got into a groove, found myself eating like this, yeah, my parents would say, stop eating like Chad's dad and hold your really? fork Really? Yes. Really? Yep. I haven't noticed. Do I eat like that? I don't know. I don't think I do. I find I think everyone I, eats like it's it's different than the crayon situation. No, I feel like I feel like you would notice it on me if I did. I feel like maybe you do that from time to time. Maybe it's from time to time. If you're know. really grubbing, it, you can get into that mode. If you're maybe not at the beginning of a meal, when you're scooping something up, you can kind of find it kind of just happens. Oh, well, at the end of a salad, I, I definitely do that. Scoop it up like that. Yeah, you gotta but scoop it up. I don't know. I feel like you would have definitely called me out on that by now if I did. Maybe. But we do it's, a lot of... I mean, I do watch you eat meals a lot, so maybe I would have called you out. We do a lot of finger eating. We you know? eat a lot of finger stuff. Yeah. Yeah, me we do you. eat a lot of finger stuff. We don't like cutlery. We love. I've using said our, that for a long time. Yeah, we love using our fingers on each other's foods. Um, God, I wish I had a sixty-four pack of Crayola with the sharpener in the back right now. All right, that's just my thoughts. <laughs> it's just what I wish. We all wish. God, I just thought of this. You were the worst fucking colorer. Oh, how did you know that? Because. How did you know it for real? Dude, how did you know? Because I know you and I know that your bitch ass has no patience for staying in the lines. Thank God you. you were so bad at coloring. I'm so glad you said that, man. I, Here's the thing about me. For, for the longest I've been alive, which is approximately 25 years, I have always hated, hated, hated. When people tell me to color something. I knew it. I knew it. When I was in school and we had to go to art class, art class, dude, I got, I barely passed art in, in sophomore year. My my mother. Sophomore <laughs> year. <laughs> I'm not, you think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding, dude. I'm totally not kidding. I'm totally not kidding. She used to tell me, "I'm you're sure a lot." At fifteen, you're fifteen. Yes, the the to... teacher used to tell me that. God, I wish I can remember properly. My my mother, she told me, she talked to my mom sophomore year. That's your how bad art, it was. your art teacher had to contact your mom. Yes, about your performance okay. Maybe, maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't sophomore <laughs> year. Maybe I'm exaggerating there. It might have been eighth or ninth grade. It was it was if it was just a year younger. <laughs> Too old to be struggling with an art class. Yes, 
she used to tell me that I didn't try at all, that, that it was pathetic what I was doing. She used the word pathetic. You know what it was, dude? I was One of the times I was trying my hardest. No. I'm not kidding. I told her that. I was like, I'm God. trying my hardest. I'm just not good at art. I'm not good at folding. I'm not good at art. And she was like, no, you can fold better than that. I was like, I, I, I just know that so much of you. I'm, I'm, just I'm glad you said that, and you know that. Because I know I'm that. not a good folder. I know that. I'm not a good folder. Episode 6, Seeker Camp. The duo gets accepted into the Seeker Camp where they meet Ozen and uh, a young girl named Maruk. Ozen? Ozen gives the duo blue whistles that they will be forced to give back once they leave. They start making friends with the young girl. Rico runs into a monster in the middle of the night. She talks about it, but is overheard by Ozen, who cuts right to the chase, saying that Rico's mother is dead. Um, leads them to her room, where we end on a glowing white cube thingy. And now that wasn't very necessary for her to say your mother's dead. That was very mean. It, it was necessary, though. It was mean. I mean, as we're going to come to find out in the next episode, she's going to say that she's not dead. But it was mean. No, it wasn't mean. <laughs> If she was actually dead and she knew that, and they're only on the second... she wasn't dead. And and they're only on the second... Given that, yes, it was mean, but it was all a... Well, she says it was all a test. That is true, yeah. Ozen is sketchy. Very sketchy person. Sketchy! So, I don't know what And she spices up... by the way, and I think you know this. I think you know what you're doing, right? (laughs) So you can go ahead and tell the people and apologize for what you're doing. I'm sorry, I've got a mint in my mouth. (laughs) Because... (laughs) All right, let me finish it. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Uh-huh. Going to have to uh going to have to do some dental work next time you go in cuz I hate that. You know, anytime like that. I hear someone cr- like hard ice or like hard candy like that, I don't even know how it's possible for people to bite down on it. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. So, Ozen You're still not done, so don't start until you're done, because that would be annoying. Who's the slowest eater you know? Not me. No, um, I know it's not you. Who is it? I, I'm a little bit too fast. Here's the thing. One of my buddies, the guy that did our art design, I thought I was a fast eater. Oh. That motherfucker. He puts it away. Puts it Dude. If, if me and him both had a chicken sandwich in front of us, you know how fast I eat my food. Oh, you eat it. Big time. This motherfucker... You don't mess around. Half the time I eat mine. No. I'm not no. I'm not kidding. No. I'm not kidding. Big bites or efficiency? Which one is it? Both? Ask Thomas. I talk about Tommy Boy. Yeah, Tommy Boy. Ask him. Ask him. He will tell you how fast this guy is. I thought I was fast. Does not compare to the I mean, I've yet. got a friend, uh, my Tommy Boy. Mm-hmm. He, I've talked about, he eats fast, especially his... Uh, his creme de la creme is ice cream. Guy puts away ice cream faster than anyone I've ever seen in my life. It's It's got to be dangerous. Um, gives me a brain freeze just watching it. Mm-hmm. And also, why would you want to eat ice cream that fast? That's like, true. I like to swim in my ice cream for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What were you saying about Ozen before you had that whole oh. ordeal over there? It's a scary lady. All right. So good point. I like that. And let's go ahead and get to episode Evan. By far, best episode so far. Yes. Um, Ozen shows them what I like to call the womb cook. 
I was getting ready to say it like it rhymed. It didn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the Womb Cube. Uh, I don't know why I thought that was going to be like a cool little name. It was, it was just the Womb Cube yeah. is what I called it. Then goes crazy insane. Um, you know, she's knocking out Reg, uh, acting like she was going to, you know, kill Rico. Because uh, he starts to do the blast. He, she points it at Rico. At her. Oh, dude, this this made me angry. I'm not gonna lie, this made me really. And angry. from what we could see, the only reason it didn't work is because Reg regains some control for a minute and gets yeah. it out of there. And when he awakes, Ozen claims it was all a test. We see uh, some history of Ozen and Liza. Uh, Liza obviously looked up to her, and Ozen seemed to maybe have like a little spot soft for her as well. The ir- the irredeemable Ozen. Definitely had some soft spots. Oh, and Ozen drops the two off on the edge of the second layer to to survive for 10 days. And this is what I like about this. It was very, very bitch move, what she did. Very bitch move. But these are kids who, they're not even, they haven't even gone past this, what, it, they just got dropped off at the second layer. They've got a long ways to go. And she kind of slapped a sense of reality. They were the first whistle. They were fucking yes. Chasley Chart trying to walk into a black belt dojo and be like, <laughs> fight me. Yes. She slapped a lot of sense into it. And then the black belt said, what are... The black belts, all they did was walk up to you and say, well, what are your parents' birthdays? And you shit, you shit your pants. And, I shit my pants. And they just said, get out of here. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. I definitely peed my pants when I was younger. Um, but no, what did you think about the womb cube? Very interesting. Oh, it, it's when the story starts getting a little weird. It shows like there's almost there's some sort of, well, it's like there's some sort of technology that keeps things It's like a portal, safe. A portal shield. That's what I like to call it. But then there was something about how Rico died. She was dead, but this. Then they put her in the cube or she. Put her in the cube. And then when the, she was good again. It's ter- it's kind of scary thinking about it. It's really it's really weird thinking about it. The womb cube looks like it smells steamy. It's steamy. No, now here here's this. Is it because they put her in the cube and went up higher that she came back to life because of the way that the abyss works, or is it because of the the just the cube in the general? The cube itself. That's one thing I didn't I don't know. It could have been because she raised levels. And it was like the way the abyss works, it made that come back to life, and the cube kind of protected her from, yeah, dying or whatever, right. whatever the conditions were. I don't remember. Yeah, or it could just be the cube in general. I can't remember exactly. Do you? Did it say or did it kind of? It just left that up to us. I, I couldn't tell you exactly. Okay. Um. So what do you? Well, God, see, this is where you've. What can all you say? At this point, you think. Do you have any notes that you want to touch on? Because you haven't looked at your phone at all. So I don't know if there were certain things you wanted to bring up. Or if you lied to me and didn't actually have any no, notes. No, I do have phone. notes. Um, but a lot of them are like my top five and all that stuff. Okay. Um, that's probably all I can say at this point. All right. Yeah. Because I will definitely say, I've been on a roller coaster through this first seven episodes. The very first two, I was very pumped. They were setting things up. Couldn't wait to get into it. Then once we got into it a little bit, I was disappointed. I, you know, I wasn't. To me, almost, I wish. I know that they're trying to build this bond between Reg and Rico. I get all that, 
they needed like a third. I wish like Nat could have come or one of the other kids that they had kind of introduced or if something like that. Yeah, I see. With what just the two I, of them. Well, I, going back to that, I did think that Nat, when he showed back up secretly, yeah. I thought he was going to go with him. I was kind of bummed that he didn't because right. I thought that was the whole. That was where the story was progressing. Yeah, it felt like that in it that did. episode two or whatever when mm-hmm. they were getting ready to leave or whichever episode it was. Um, so the changes I would have made. Definitely feel like those middle episodes and this little bunch we're talking about could have been worked on a little bit. I wish they were, at this point, I just wish they were a little bit older. Um, that's They could do some sort of time jump to age them up. I just feel like they're a little bit too young. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much I can say. But, yeah, I feel like you'll definitely be pleased with the, the direction that the rest of the episodes go. Okay. Um, especially you, you, you're, you're talking about liking them going down some more adventures come, you'll enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and by far the second half of this show was by far my favorite of the show. And I'll I already liked where it left off. The fact that they're on in this dark inverted forest, uh, and they got to survive for 10 days. Ozen just left them. I'm already excited to see what that's all about. Um, because she's like, which is true. You know, I hadn't really. I guess I'd kind of thought about it. She's straight up putting Rico's life in Reg's hands because she can't do shit, and she's just saying like, mm-hmm. you got to figure out what to do without just using your little blasty thing. Like you got to come up. And with that's some stuff. Reg is like the strength, and Rico does have some smarts. Can like survive off like you know food or whatever. Yeah, finding food, doing all she's that. She's a good cook. Good cook. That's what they complement each other. They do. Reg, Reg, he, if you told him to cook, what is he going to do? Pull out his robot arms? Be nope. like, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. cook this? No. Yeah. Now, we famously have gotten in trouble for being two guys talking about young girls' crushes. But let me ask you the most important question, perhaps, of the entire episode here. Are you shipping it? I am shipping it. You're, I, I think, oh, you're shipping it? I think, I think Reg has more of a crush on her than she has on him. Because she's too innocent. She's too innocent. That's she's, exactly. She doesn't even slow down long enough to consider it. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- which is what I kind of like. I like how they're not romanticizing it. They kind of like hint at it, mm-hmm. but it's like, like if I was Reg, I would definitely be crushing on her. I'm not quite shipping it yet. I gotta You're be honest. Shipping. You know who I ship even more? I ship Reg and Maruk. Okay. Because I think Maruk, it's the other way around. It's the love triangle. Uh, she likes Reg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love these conversations. But Reg doesn't. He's too innocent to know. Yeah. God, yes. And well, if we go back to it, I always actually, you know what? I take that back. I always thought that Nat, mm-hmm. Nat and Rico should have been a thing. I feel like Nat shipping was, it. He was almost about to confess his love to her before they it. went down. Am I right? You're right. It felt like he was going to confess it, didn't he? Yeah. I thought he was going to be like Rico. I like you a lot. You're and right. And then they would go down. You're but right. No, he didn't. He was too scared. Okay, so Ozen is, <clears throat> she's an old lady, essentially, right? Well, at the end of We don't epi- even know her true nature. At the em- end of episode seven, we saw her arm, and it's like, is this even a human? We don't. It had like a creature-esque form. All right, here's arm. one theory. She can't, she can never leave the abyss even if she wanted. Okay, I like that. Um, 
That's actually, I never really thought about that. That's probably a good point because. And I wonder too. Something about the abyss is keeping her alive. And okay, Reg, what Reg looks like. If my theory is completely wrong, he's not a human that was experimented on. He's like a creature from down low. Is she a creature that originated from this abyss as well? Well, here's the thing. We've seen, we've, well, perhaps she, or is she, was she when she was talking to Liza up top? To me, she almost seems like the type of person who was a normal human, spent so much time in the abyss, went so far down that it changed her. And now she's like given up so much of who she was, who she is to where she's essentially, the abyss curse has taken her over so much that she couldn't leave if she wanted to. And Liza might be the same way too when we see her. And very interested to see what Liza is like. Dude, that that is scary to think about. That's also why Ozen was so just had no feelings whatsoever for fucking with the kids like that and like acting to kind of prepare them. Because if if a normal person does that, they're not really going to go through with that. When she talks about how. Obviously, you said the thing about the arm. She's also talked about like scars on her neck, or when that's why her hair is weird. Um, they've made it a point like we've never really seen her eyes so much. It's scary when they show um, like her blacked out eyes. The way she's got that hat, which is so anime, by the way. Um, Love it. I think here's another thing. There's monsters, some creatures down low, where you can't look them in the eyes. Ooh. That's okay. another prediction I got. Um, how about that? And that hints <laughs> why her hat. Uh, and Dude. okay, wow. What else do I have here? I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to it at this point. So that's I'm, I'm glad you're looking forward to it because you're looking forward to the best half of the season, in my opinion. Uh, do you have any kind of like your top moments of the first side? I've kind of mentioned some as I've gone through. Yeah, the crimson split jaw. Anytime, anytime the crimson split well, jaw. Well, call, call it the angry sperm monster, please. A- angry sperm monster. The ASM. Yeah. The ASM is a beautiful specimen. And I, I loved the whole. I love the incinerator. I loved how when he incinerates, he then passes out. Yeah, there's a, there's a limit to that. That's there's another cool thing that. that she mentioned in episode seven was how he's got to get that under control because when he did that, he passed out, and she said that she knocked him around, dunked him in water, and it took him. She says a particular An hour time or something, something like, like that. It, something along like it was 60 a while. minutes or something. So it's he's out for a while. Like it's if he if they're in immediate danger, there's several right. things around. He does it. He's gonna be out for a while. Like there's no. He's done. There's mm-hmm. no helping. So he can't... It's got to be like the worst danger possible for him to use it. And I can't remember the exact time. I think it... Was not an hour? Or was it something along? 30 minutes, an hour, somewhere around there. Um, another theory I just thought of, of Reg's whole nature thing. I'm th- Okay, I'm th- trying to come up with something where he is legitimately half human and then half creature that's down. Like, there's going to be... There's not other things that look like him. Rather, there he's half human, and then there's half of something that is all gadgets like he is. Do you think... Oh my dude, how epic would this And be? I was almost getting ready to go so far as to say that he's Liza's kid with some I sort of... I was about of, to say that, yes. Um, but I don't know if I, I, don't know if I can... Some, some weird creature just probed Maybe, 
Ozen. Maybe Ozen. All right, that's me getting super bananas, dude. But I'm, I like that right now. That he's I like Ozen's. That. I like that. Spawn. And how long do you think it is before we find out what Reg really is? All right, so here's the one season. There's been, but there's talks of a season two. What do you know? Yeah, about I that? think 2022. Some is season two supposed to come out. There's a movie that also correlates that okay. we need to watch after this season. Okay. I haven't watched it, so. All right. Um. Yes, so feeling good about that. Uh, Ozen had her whole squad. I kind of liked their vibe. I would want to see more of them. Um, I'd really like going through my favorite characters. Ozen is, I think, my favorite character so far. Yeah, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I'm most intrigued by Ozen. I don't know if I'll say favorite because kind of a you know jerk, but well, she is. But like, I mean, sometimes kids need to be. I mean, you made a good point earlier because I've said, you know, when we do this sort of thing in the future, we can do, like, top five characters. And you were like, well, there's really only, like, <laughs> yeah, there's essentially two characters and a few side characters. And you're not wrong. It's kind of hard to do a top five character thing at this point. I mean, I do really like Rico and Reg, though. And see, together. that's fun. I, I do like them. Maybe it's because I've seen some more episodes, but I do think I'll be interested good. to see how I see feel yeah. after the first 13 episodes. Right now, to me, it's just almost a little bit too kiddish. Almost like... I like Reg. Rico gets on my nerves a little bit. I can see that. She's a little bit too too much. But we'll see. Um, All right. I think that was a good little... uh, I think right now the plan will be we got to learn a little something um, probably next week. We'll have to look at that. Either learn a little something next week, or we'll do another one of the seven, uh, eight through thirteen. But that one's coming. And Dang, so you're you're gonna watch eight through thirteen s- by next uh, week. Send the reactions. Well, I don't know. We'll have to mess. up. We've got two learn a little somethings in the bag at the moment, so that's why I'm saying I don't know how the weeks are gonna work out. Uh, but no more than two weeks. Yeah. And we'll come back with eight through thirteen, and we'll move which, on to something which else. Which is, I'm sure, mo- what most people are waiting for. Yeah. This is good. It gives people, if they haven't seen it, they can go watch it, get caught up, check it out, or people can do a little refresher. Let us know what other shows you want us to or watch. People, people could fucking hate this and unsubscribe right now. They could do that too, but they're going to miss out on that Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. uh, Chainsaw Man, we're pumped for that too. Chainsaw Man, uh, Demon Slayer. Who knows, dude. All right. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.